आज हम लोग आईआईटी बॉम्बे में हैं और मेरे साथ हैं जीनन सर और आज हम लोग कुछ ऐसे विषय पे बात करेंगे जो काफ़ी रेडिकल अप्रोच है टुवर्ड्स एडुकेशन समझने की कोशिश करेंगे कि जीनन जी इन सारे मुद्दों पे क्यों काम कर रहे हैं इतने सालों से लगभग तीस साल हो गए और इसके पीछे का उद्देश्य क्या है इन सारे आ, सब्जेक्ट पे इन सारे टॉपिक्स को हम टेबल पे क्यों ला रहे हैं और ये क्यों इम्पॉर्टेंट है हमें अपने लाइफ के चर्चे में लाने के लिए फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल थैंक यू सो मच सर फॉर जॉइनिंग अस टुडे इट्स इट्स अ ग्रेट ऑनर फॉर मी एंड आई एम प्रटी श्योर दैट हमारे काफ़ी सारे ऐसे लिसनर्स हैं जिन्होंने रिक्वेस्ट किया है कि आपका जो स्टोरी है स्पेशली आपके लाइफ के जर्नी का जो स्टोरी है वो सब तक पहुँचे क्यों आप ऐसे uh, सब्जेक्ट uh, पे काम कर रहे हैं उसके पीछे का रीज़न आज हम जानने की कोशिश करेंगे तो लेट्स गो बैक इन टाइम है एंड लेट्स हियर फ्रॉम यू योर स्टोरीज अबाउट योर चाइल्डहुड आई एक्चुअली आई विल टॉक अबाउट दिस इन टर्म्स ऑफ आवर सब्जेक्ट माय पेरेंट्स वर टीचर्स एंड स्पेशली माय फादर वाज वेरी स्ट्रिक्ट and i never liked going to school i never liked education so uh, not only i disliked my school i also disliked my home because in both places teaching was happening and at home it was even more uh, but luckily from fifth standard um, my father uh, sent me to a ho- hostel sainik school um, and actually that was very good for me because i kept away from uh, you know the strict uh, uh, authoritarian father and uh, of course the school was also strict but uh, because there was 30 students uh, the attention was divided so i, I you know I, i also they also i didn't do much studies uh, but i was very good in sports uh, so i managed because otherwise normally from a sainik school they throw you out if you are not good in studies but i was very good with sports i was always first and all that so and and they also felt that uh, maybe i will get into uh, you know military and all that you know so even then uh, my interest was also to join uh, army in fact in my school days i used to even write second lieutenant kb jinan but that was the kind of uh, brainwashing that had happened uh, and of course thank god i didn't get into uh, you know armed so forces so i just i just want to stop you here because i am very curious to know ki jab aap aaj reflect karte hain ki bachpan mein you know you were not interested in education or studies what would be the reason kyun bachpan mein matlab aisa kuch aap i it is very difficult uh, to think as a child what i was thinking but now i understand that if you actually understand the nature of life the nature of a child the nature of learning that so this resistance was because we are going against the nature of life and nature of learning so all children resist force all children for, resist teaching any kind of teaching any kind of helping you just you know think that when a child is little child wants to do anything on their own when you try to help they resist it even putting a socks or putting chappals anything for that matter they don't like to be helped but the modern educated people don't simply understand the nature of life 
the this na- comes very naturally to the children that Absolute, they will resist. Absolutely. Because you see, the nature of life is to be autonomous. Not to become an individualistic, egoistic person. Every living being is learning on their own. It's like digestion. Can anybody else digest food for you? Cognition is also exactly like this. It's a process that is happening within the body. Like food. You acquire food from outside, but once it goes inside, it is within the body. All the process that is happening. Exactly like this. Senses take in information. Once the information goes in, then it is the, 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 the work of the system to comprehend it, understand it and give it to you as information, as, as what is right for life. There's no difference, actually. So, there was a lot of resistance. There was a lot of resistance from your side. What happened then after school life or anything during the school life? No, there is, you see, school life, of course, as I told you, I was, uh, you know, last and uh, in the class. Uh, but, uh, you know, because of my Binda's attitude, many of my friends felt, uh, you know, they felt what I'm doing is right because I never cared, you know, I was getting beaten up and you know, I was getting punishments and all that. But I still resisted, you know, this uh, mindless memorization and, you know, all that. Uh, of course, I did, uh, you know, I passed the exam and all that. And then luckily, since I didn't get into army, <clears throat> the next option which is open to most people are, uh, because I didn't have biology, it was to be an engineer, you know. So naturally, I took that route, not that I liked it at all. So I got admission at uh, this Bhopal, Maudana Asad College of Technology. And uh, and the day I reached there, I celebrated my freedom. So I, you know, within few months, I got into uh, drugs, drinking, uh, all that, because it was some kind of a, you know, rebellion against what society is doing, you know. And not everybody does it for some, for some reason, to me, I think freedom was the most important requirement, to be free. Not to, not to do anything that I like to do, but to be free as a being. That is different. That, of course, one comes to know very later, that this freedom is not a quest, not, a, not that doing whatever you want to do. It is to actually follow what is within you. That is what freedom is. See, the whole problem today is that every understanding that modern educated people have comes from the Western notions about life. And this is the biggest damage that, that is happening in the world. You know, West is producing absolutely anti-life thoughts and ideas and the whole of non-Western world is following it up. Hmm. Hmm. You know? So, so this freedom somehow, at that time I didn't know. So it was just rebelling, you know. And luckily in third year I was expelled. And that expulsion gave me a lot of time. One year I was, uh, you know, expelled from the uh, college. So I, I actually left the hostel also, stayed alone. That gave me a lot of time for reflection as to what is really happening with everything. One thing that became very clear to me was that, that nobody in the college is truly interested in learning. None of the teachers were interested in learning. I mean, not teaching and, you know, getting good marks. Everybody was concerned about getting good marks, all that kind of stuff. But commitment to learning has nothing to do with marks and all that. That was absolutely missing. I was wondering, why are we, what is this happening? You know, we are just dragging life. 
other thing that i noticed was that whatever we learn belongs to the western paradigm boyle's law charles law all kinds of laws you only hear the west and i was wondering why this country nobody created any knowledge now this is not because i am patriotic at all i don't have any you know least patriotic i am because i believe that every human being is has to be authentic so this knowledge uh, imposition was something again i began to wonder why is it like this you know so uh, luckily when i was expelled uh, um one friend offered me a place to work in a school he was running a school so i stayed in a school for one year i looked at you know what is happening to children and at that time i also got into a little bit of reading you know uh, gandhi ji's experiments with truth and few interesting books like that you know this uh, um button results experiments with education so there were interesting things that i began to look at you know how people relooked at education uh, then and the, after that year i went back to the institution i took the degree but i took two decisions one was that never do anything that you don't like to do second was that never do 9 to 5 job so with these two decisions i went back to college took the degree and then next one or two years i you know pretended to look for job you know because i you know but luckily then i got into nid for doing post graduation nid was a fantastic place to me whenever i think of nid those three years at nid i imagine like you know like a womb a second womb in which i began to rebirth myself you know what is so interesting about nid uh that was that nid was truly a learning place learning environment nobody was teaching no compulsion to learn no tests no attendance you know no exams but everybody was interested in learning and students when they meet each other they will ask what are you exploring these days it is completely unheard of in any other institution basically they will be discussing which movie to go I mean that was the general topic of every young youth is talking about movie, na? I think it's the biggest tragedy that when life is all around happening, you you have no interest in all that. You have the silly, you know, going after the silly film actors. You know, it, it's all actually purposely uh, made into a trap. You know, that you don't get engaged with real life. You create the silly, you know, ideas around what which actor is doing what and all that kind of, you know. and it's actually continuous consumption a, of that thing makes you believe ki you know jo jhoot hai wo sach hai aur sare atpate cheez uske baad hi hone lagte hain absolutely absolutely nothing absolute meaninglessness is created in modernity by all this kind of stuff you know and of course and you can look at the kind of life that people are leading you know mental uh, you know addiction mind you know then rape every kind of suicide you see you know you any indigenous communities go to any rural tribal area they have never heard of rape never heard of mental you know suicide never heard heard of uh, uh, mental diseases so all this is actually a product of modernity and modern education and modern institutionalization of everything in life Let, let's let's aapne uh, uh, indigenous community kaha so when you first got exposed or you traveled to them i mean Uh, what was your first experience of indigenous communities learning or yeah i, I think better we finish the nid 
because that was very very important okay. you know yes because yes. that one year that three years i did lot of experiments with myself you know that is what completely shifted my uh, journey altogether you know uh, many incidences one was that you see the fundamental difference between nid design schools and regular other institutions is that nid design schools are fundamentally rooted in experience experience is the uh, realm in which you are doing everything you know uh, and then they demand creativity from you which is also not there in any other institution third element is that aesthetic sense sense of beauty needs to be developed you know so some of this fundamental aspects which are crucial to life is there in in a design school but the problem is that it is all uh, you know framed within the western understanding of things you know it it it's all trapped in western notions about education experience beauty and all that you know and uh, and and the tragedy is that there is no research happening in any of the non western countries on anything fundamental or not only anything fundamental anything at all about you know every research is happening in, in the western countries within the western framework and being doled out to other countries you know and we distribute it like the way ration ration shop is you know they are only ration shops they are named as universities or schools but basically ration shops you know distributing knowledge which west creates so this kind of this is what actually i was able to ask very fundamental questions at uh, nid and one key thing that that i encountered was that the issue of mind dominating the body it's like this when you want to design anything you first plan you make the plan and then you go and execute it which means that first use your head and then use the body that's how it is na so this is something that i began to have some problem with i felt that i i i i am not able to i wasn't able to articulate it the way i'm doing now i knew there was some disturbance within me and i was not happy with the way this way this happening so what i did i stopped engaging with mind completely i directly started working with materials with clay with wood you know probably without knowing anything what i want to do you know so i would just take clay and just play with it you know and and luckily again the head of the department of ceramics was not allowing me to come inside and work there which actually i'm on hindsight i felt thank god that he didn't want me coming there because i was saved from many of the rules and regulations and uh, and tools that are given to a you know to work on clay Uh, so i directly started working with clay and and i can clearly tell you that it is clay that taught me how to work in clay because as it's like this you know when you make chapati atta you know it is the atta that is telling you how much more water to put or how much more powder to put no because it is through the physical interaction that you understand how things happen so this is very good that you know that i was able to understand this this fundamental dichotomy of modernity which is a mind dominating the body and i attempted the to reverse this process by just beginning to do things you know so that is one second thing i questioned at nid was that uh, the aesthetic sense is taught like a rule to be applied and all the rules were made in the west the bauhaus 
So I began to wonder that if all the aesthetic sense doesn't belong to you, then what belongs to you? You know, that a definition of a culture basically is that you create knowledge, you have your own aesthetic sense, and you have your own value system. It is the things, three things that constitute what is culture. You know, beauty, knowledge, and value. Now, if you look at the world today in nowhere this rule is followed not even in the west authentic knowledge creation it is not happening at all anywhere in the world because right from childhood you're being trained to analyze somebody's information so i began to look at what is beauty and uh, so i actually then started working in a nearby institution uh, doing art i thought maybe there i will be able to find out something about you know beauty and all that uh, so with this you know and 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 because i was interested in handwork i was also attracted to traditional crafts in india so that is how my uh, you know interest in the my, or all my passport to working with rural tribal people began Otherwise, usually, you know, if you do these kind of studies, then straight you go to West, you know, America is the destination. For me, luckily, rural travel artisan became my destination. And, uh, but initially, I wasn't very sure what I, I was supposed to do, you know. Uh, so after NID, I began to, I lived in Calcutta. Calcutta was my base. And I began to work with different kinds of people there. And, and luckily, I had an invitation to spend some time in Nagaland. Mokukchung, you know, Chuchu Yimlang, the Awo tribes. Um, so that was a time when I, my reversal began to take place. Because I felt that, and I was working with an NGO wanting to save the Awos, you know, to develop them. But when I went there, I began to question this whole notion that I felt that they are far more civilized, far more humane, far more uh, the gender equality was hardly there. In fact, it was almost like the women were dominating, you know. They were completely free. And I felt that something is not right with the way that we are looking at this whole idea of development. And uh, so that was the first time, you know, this notion that the, the, in, the, the educated will have to, you know, work with indigenous, or the, the rural tribal people to help them, to develop them, began to have certain doubts, you know. Uh, of course, I, I mean, it was only a two-month, uh, three-month kind of visit and, you know, nothing much took place. But this journey began, actually, you know. And then I went back to Calcutta and then I also, I was doing all kinds of things. I was sometimes going to some schools and offering workshops as to how to make children creative and all that, you know. So there is clearly a phase in which... Uh, that we want to save schools and that we want to better education, that kind of phase was there with me, which is what 99% of the modern educated alternative is all about. It's about repairing schools. It is about making things better for children, curriculum development, you know, all that kind of thing. That is, that is the initial phase of my work. Okay. Uh, so we are on a very interesting uh, uh, junction. Uh, you just came back from the Nagaland. So what happened after the 
Nagaland experience. Uh, so as I told you, Calcutta had become my base. I made many friends there, and a lot of people really exploring, you know, interesting things. I also had interesting time with bowls. Spent some time with in Shantini Ketan, and so on the whole, that was the first time when I had a vibrant experience of you know life. You know, people really involved in you know not as an institution but as as a culture. No. uh and i also got used to go to some schools and uh, you know like everybody else was trying to better the schools making children more creative those kinds you know those kind of things i was doing that was clearly i can clearly see two faces in my this exploration one is that how to better schools how to you know you know make learning or teaching more interesting these kind of things and uh, and of course after that there was a complete shift in my approach in which when i began to understand that we are by nature uh, learners you know it's in our nature to learn and that happened in 1991 when i started living with the potters community in orissa um a beautiful village i was you know that uh, hills all around green fields Uh, a river nearby and this village had uh, almost all kinds of artisans farmers to thai then the weavers the i was with the potters there was this uh, bamboo artisans then uh, you know people who take goats you know uh, so it was a very vibrant village with all kinds of activities happening and uh, so initially i used to read a lot of books you know anthropology sociology philosophy psychology all kinds of things basically to understand what village and what culture is all about so that is when i felt that it is uh, uh, it's not uh, right also because all these writings are from the framework of the west you look at sociology anthropology psychology all this is framed within the western framework and through this framework i'm i'm supposed to see what is happening in the village uh so i stopped reading completely and the other thing that really uh, that struck me was that the simple uh, fact that literates learn the word illiterates learn the world you know and that became a very very interesting uh, thing to consider and i found that unlike what educated are made to believe that the illiterate people don't know anything and you know all that kind of stuff completely broke down and i found that they are actually far more creative than the educated and they are continuously involved in knowledge creation and the other very important thing that i found was that uh, the way they looked after their children absolutely no teaching hardly ever they say no to the child so i i understood that that freedom is actually to be experienced without anybody giving you freedom because freedom is existential freedom is not something that somebody can give and take that's again coming from the western notion freedom is existential reality every living being has to exist in freedom and this freedom is for cognition to be to know as an independent being 
and this is what i saw in the way the way the indigenous communities the non literate artisans were engaging with their children or everybody in the illiterate community whether it is farmer vaidya anybody there is no teaching at all children are never said no so there is a internal i mean you don't even engage with the word called freedom it doesn't exist because you are completely free so this i found very very beautiful and i found that by the time they reach around 12 years most of these young children have become good potters so you see there's no teaching at all they are completely free and they are doing all kinds of activities you know and they are they are physically completely fit so i began to actually document what is happening in the context of children in indigenous communities you know and uh, this documentation began in 91 and uh, i'm probably might have about 4 5000 videos and short short uh, you know 100000s of images on children and and the reason for also documenting was that i realized that if i have to communicate with the literates i have to show them examples of what i am talking about otherwise they will misinterpret everything that they, that i would say you know because they are trapped in language they will make up their own stories in the head because they don't have any experiential basis for understanding anything so i found it is extremely important that i keep documenting what children do and so from this documentation i was actually able to decode or understand that what actually children do is actually to understand the real world and the process that is given by life to do it so it's not something that humans have discovered like modern education you know it is so natural like breathing digestion and all that comprehending the world is so natural and that is why senses are given so i began to really begin to explore how these things function you know and i began to see a very very interesting pattern uh, uh, emerging from all this documentation that i have done yeah so what what differs is the content it's like this that you speak bengali somebody else speaks marathi somebody else speaks malayalam or english hindi you know the content is different but the process is the same because you know these days people say there are different ways of knowing you know and i'm really amazed at how foolish that such a statement is it's like telling there are different ways of digesting food you know you can eat different food different things but the process of digestion remains the same there will be minor differences depending on what you're eating you know agar sweet khayega to uska hi kasar hoga salt ki khayega to kuch you know but fundamental process is same the same with cognition so this whole idea is nothing but mind created nonsense actually to ye kab se aaya matlab ye matlab main kaise samjhu ki ye kisi ne banaya hai it has been purposely designed to dress no 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 it is not purposely designed it it is actually so there are two areas of my research fundamental areas of my research one is the biological basis for human existence how value beauty and knowledge is fundamentally rooted in life in the biology of our beings it is not whatever you think it's not a mind created thing it's the need of life itself see this whole idea of sustainability belongs to life life is wanting to sustain life within that there are 
all kinds of things happening but fundamentally if you look around what is it that every living being is doing you know a plant a la- you know everything is is somehow trying to procreate and sustain life and that is the basis for value you know uh so so one area of my research is how we are biologically based human beings second thing is the fundamental damages of modern modern modernity and i take it to the beginning of printing press as modernity you see people have this mistaken notion that people were literate long time ago no there were very 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 few people who were able to read and write and it was like a craftsman skill people very few people knew how to write and this was like a skill learned skill only few people can do scribing scribes yeah like a drawing absolutely even drawing that way patachitra or you know all that there were very few people did drawing in that sense so there were artisanal activities and reading was also conducted in a completely different way because uh reading was always done aloud because there were people to listen so the the fundamental space for language was not denied meaning it is something to be spoken about and something to be heard so the change actually takes place after the printing press was established and it got such uh, uh, popularity you see it was in the 14th end of the 14th or 15th century 14th century that the printing press was established it was in germany then it took 300 years for it to spread in into the main europe that to main europe i don't think even the rural areas of europe was you know uh, literate and you can very clearly understand this by looking at what they call as their history it is in the 1800s they say there is that age is called age of reason and people have without understanding what is this reason have been celebrating this see one important thing that people have not understanding is that reasoning is a activity you can only do with what is known in the realm of unknown reason has no role at all which means the age of reason coincides with existence of ready made knowledge and this ready made knowledge is because of books so on a large scale people began to engage with ready made knowledge and when you engage with ready made knowledge you don't need observation you don't need any other faculty you don't need intuition you don't need anything like that the only activity that is demanded of you when you read something is reasoning that is why it is called that is why reasoning became important and reasoning conscious reasoning inherent reasoning is always present because it's part of life you know like if you look at your mother tongue you learned your mother tongue without knowing grammar without knowing any word without you know organizing the way it should be structured you are able to speak which means reasoning or the organization is inherent correct no so this so people have not really understood what is this thing called reason they un you know and also think you see one very important thing that is to be understood is that in a, in in a no 
non-literate human being, all senses are giving inputs. And from this input, insights are happening and knowledge is getting developed. It is not a linear process. But the moment you enter into linear process through language, your input is language, your output is language. Yeah? So the whole processing is reasoning. Whereas the, when the senses are giving inputs to you, all senses, all kinds of inputs are happening. And you are not aware of it. Again, if you, if you refer back to your mother tongue learning, this becomes very clear. And people don't understand that in, in, in learning of mother tongue, learning of the world has already taken place. It is on top of that mother tongue is learned. Meaning the senses have already established connection with the world. It is on top of this that mother tongue gets laid. So the senses have already seen things, heard things, you know. So when you say this is mango, this, the, you already know what mango is. So actually mother tongue learning is a fantastic example of how the mind and body are functioning together. How the word and the world are integrated. At, at, at a very core level you can understand that living is verb and language is noun. At a very core level. Understand? Because language is nothing but description of the way we are living. So the life is far more important than language. But for the literates, it has reversed. For them, body doesn't exist because senses have never worked. They are continuously staying in the mind. So actually the whole modern crisis of why human beings have turned against their own body, their life, the life that is around, how they have become destructive, all can be understood in one single issue. That instead of learning the real world, you are learning the word. You have no idea about the world at all. And how destructive is learning in a different language other than mother tongue? You know, that is by asking which hand do you want to cut, ah, right or left. Okay. <laughs> you see, medium... Is not the issue here. At, at all. Because medium, actually what you are learning is the real world. It doesn't require medium. Communication, you, you require, you know, medium, that language. Cognition has nothing to do with language. You see, Western, the modern system thinks that language is a higher cognitive function. To me, I don't see it that, that way at all. To me, there is something called primary cognitive source and secondary cognitive source. Primary cognitive source is the world, is the real world. And it can only be accessed through senses. Language, has, language cannot understand this at all. Once I know what you say is mango, then the, the word mango becomes meaningful to me, not otherwise. Understand? Na? So the language can only play a secondary role once the body is connected with the real world and understood what is the reference. It's only representation. That's not what it is. So you have to engage with what is and then have words for that. You see? It's common sense actually. But because we have been going in this direction, people find it strange. You know, simple words like experiential learning, all absurd things actually. Because 
experience is you what you are is experience there is not even one fraction of a second you can be out of your experience then what is the thing called experiential learning which is opposed to non experiential learning to me experience is learning there's no division what you experience is what you learn you see if there is a proper study on how body imbibes knowledge because see the whole mo modern cognitive science is very biased it's only looking at the way mind is functioning understand first of all in the initial state if you see cognitive the development of cognitive science why cognitive science got developed itself was to make machines intelligent machines not Computers. to understand yeah, absolutely artificial intelligence it has nothing to do with understanding human mind and how cognition works and for in the initial phase body was not at all important but when they felt that what they have understood needs a body which is a robotics that is when they realized that body is important you actually study cognitive development of cognitive science in the modern this thing you, this is the way it is developed you know so it is a mind's need that the body is required it's not body's you know primacy is not understood even now so there is especially in cognitive science and understanding of children i think what the west is telling is absolute nonsense and why so is there a particular reason or no no see they are not purposely doing it they see the thing is that the moment see if you look at the what literacy is does to you it becomes very clear what literacy does is that when literacy became the central point central aspects of modern culture children became naturally inferior and incapable they began to be considered as people who are not capable you know because it is through language that you learn the world but in the illiterate communities where senses are primary you don't need mediation you don't need help so children became uh, you know beings that need help in mm. literate world understand so that is when the the, the first uh, lowering of children's uh, you know uh, you know started started you see in none of the indigenous communities children are treated like this they are treated with absolute respect they they are never said no see no is a violence against somebody when you tell no it's a violence i mean imagine this na at a, even older age nobody would want to you don't want to be told yeah, yeah, no now you want to there will something. be retaliation anger so so why do we think children children also don't feel it that's because they are very very physically not capable you think you can do anything with them so again i want to tell you that there is no villain in this there is a very very strong it's nothing you know i really believe that we are victims of our conditions see one very important thing we must understand is that unlike animals human beings have they when they are born they are they have a system but there's no content in that <clears throat> their operating system is somewhat ready but not the softwares that has to be installed i mean installed in such a way that even your ability to walk even your ability to use a senses needs to be awakened don't take it for granted that your senses will your eyes will function if the child is kept in a dark place for 
one month two months understand hearing if the child doesn't hear anything for few months in the initial stage the the sense of hearing will not work so even the ability to walk needs to be awakened otherwise the children will crawl there are very very interesting examples of feral children in this you know there is a child who was looked after by dogs because parents were drunk all the time and she was discovered when she was around 9 10 or something like that and she was walking barking everything like a dog uh, licking water but she doesn't know how to eat she was walk you know jumping the way a dog is walking barking no language you understand so unlike animals we need very very conducive environment for our awakening but the thing is that we have two possibilities we can be conditioned we can be awakened conditioning is against our nature against our potential whatever happens is against the potential awakening is our potential is enhanced like children in bangalore slums can speak four languages no teaching at all but the moment you begin to teach you kill that ability to speak that's what happening to most of us na how we are speaking english because they started with grammar they started with you know meaning of words because there is a way language can be learned that is a natural way it begins with hearing without even knowing any meaning it is a sound it's the way you know it's the form that first you imbibe that's what children do na they hear a word they repeat it without knowing the meaning but they repeat it exactly the way it is heard so their preoccupation is with the way you speak not what you speak not the content not the meaning so they imbibe the way it is that's the accent no that's the first thing a child learns then slowly 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 they begin to make sense no that when you say pen you take out a pen you understand how this is what he means by pen there's a very interesting uh you know exploration of this in helen keller's uh, you know anne sullivan's exp- you know teaching of helen keller the confusion between jug water and tap you know how she was mixing with the mug that was holding you no know, water so it's very interesting how helen got very excited when she was able to touch water and understand this is called water you know understand na huh? okay we'll stop here